day four and Deirdre scored a Facebook. Yeah. So, two ladies in the kitchen. Yeah. They're having a chat, a cup of tea. So now we both admit it, it's a fantasy of ours. Shall we just do it, like tonight? Oh, go on then. Why not? Call Gavin and tell him we've got a surprise for him. I dare you. You've got a surprise for me? Hey, that sounds promising. Uh, I'd better drop everything and come over. That's Gavin. Oh, good. Good for Gavin. He's just, he's just hanging it's out. He's gamey like. though, isn't he, Gavin? Well, he doesn't know. It's a surprise. Yeah. And, uh, and you never know, Gav. Maybe uh, Marilyn and me will drop everything too. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> come on. We may as well get warmed up, if you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean, Marilyn. It's a good job I've drunk half a bottle of wine. Continues tomorrow. I'd say awesome. that wine will come back awesome. to you. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. In. Have we got coffee, Gus? We have, well, we have coffee. We have coffee. Um, we, have, we have the, the, the magic coffee. Yes. yes. It, it, it is a Turkish pot, isn't that? We've established that or have we I'm, just assumed that? Well, no, I, I'm fairly sure of that. I'm fairly sure. But I might okay. be wrong. Okay. And we've got the mini rolls. Oh, the, the mini rolls? I mean, in the podcast. They're frozen mini rolls too, aren't they? Jeebus. I don't know. I Just take a look at one. Yeah, it looks good, Gus. Looks good. Oh. Nice. <laughs> You're unmilked. And so I should be. Oh, there's that rum kickoff then. Yeah, uh, and do you know what I noticed actually? Um, that rum kickoff you talked about before. Mm. Uh, when you, that rum kickoff was mentioned the last time. Yeah. It was off the the, the chocolatey one, not that one. Oops, sorry. It's rummy. Yeah, no, I know, but when the last time we talked about that, um, yeah, and actually that's what threw me because it's white inside. Yeah, yeah. So it's still, it's, it, and that's why I went with those was because I was thinking, okay, maybe the rummy sensation isn't with them ones. It's just there. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so um, welcome to the talking hands and cards. I'm not ready. Po- ah, well, well we launched. Yeah. We're gone. We're gone. We've launched. Talking hands and cards. The THEC podcast, episode number five. Welcome, folks, and let me hand you over to our host, Ted. Thanks, Gus. Thanks for stopping by. Wowzers! I just put my lips around that coffee, Gus. It's there's something there. It's a little bit epic. <laughs> <coughs> there's something there. <coughs> you see, I wasn't ready for this at all. That's fine. That's fine. Well, hello, folks. Thank you for stopping by and thank you for listening and we hope you are enjoying the podcast and as we said last week tell us how you're listening to the podcast are you in the office are you in the on the commute home how did you come upon the podcast how are you enjoying the podcast talk to us email us at talkinghoundsandcars at gmail.com episode number five gus i've got so much stuff mm. and it's quite um well what i was going to suggest then was um if you if you want to just maybe just take it subject by subject because we probably won't get through everything so we won't promise things okay just in the meantime yeah. uh gus thomas one of the hounds of yeah. the thc podcast yes. is is just gnawing at the the um, the, the, the studio yeah I, I i can feel the rumbling under my hand here um uh, just on that what's this under the table what is what this elo thing oh it's just a bracket it's a bracket for it's, a, a touch you weren't screen. using it for a footstand or something right no but you can if you want when i'm just taking it out of roofies right there oops so yes my subject matter on today's agenda focuses primarily on the um the, the cars element or thc podcast which is unique for this episode absolutely it's special oh, yeah episode number five is special take it from <clears> the top 
Okay, so what I've been doing, I've been curious about Tesla. Okay. Because uh, te- Tesla is kind of going all, going like it's just volcanic right now. It's yeah, just it going up. It is. Um, so much so, like I, I just kind of wanted to see where, where is all this coming from? How are they getting there? In the sense of, um, a business aspect and a finance aspect. So having a look, I did, a, did, a, I kind of found this article on Forbes, which I thought was interesting, and uh, bit, a bit of an anal- analysis on the financial exposures of Tesla. <coughs> so what I'm thinking, like, I'm, <clears throat> my, my reason for this is I just. Yeah, I know the com- I know it's Elon and his deep pockets and all his PayPal money and all that, but it, you, what what risk are you taking here? You what know? risk is Elon taking? Well, is the, the comp- is the company taking? What like I, so so? What I found is they've got like um, I've got a few points here, okay, and I'm just gonna fly through them and, go, and then yeah. and then we go back up and down them and split and and and, and split them up a bit. So they've thirteen billion in debt, and that that thirteen billion is. Um, is share debt so yeah. they've investors in there and they're out of 13 billion that's due to mature in four years so what that means is it's either pay up or reschedule mm. so that's reschedule what happens there so they'll probably have to do a new deal with the investors on terms of dividends so whatever dividends being say a form of interest mm. if you're an investor and you didn't um agree to rescheduling what what's the outcome? oh you can you'll probably you'll, unless you're <laughs> You're anyway way up there in the billions. Will you have a problem? Right. It's you could sell it. Yeah. Could you sell it back to Tesla? No, you could sell. They 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 most likely won't want to buy it, yeah. but you could sell it to somebody else. And what will make it attractive is the share price. Like um, we'll come. I will talk about that later. Um. So and after that, then um, the problem with that is. I have a point here, exposure to recession in two years. So the problem with that debt maturing in four years is we've got a really, really kind of uh, hot type of market at the moment. The mm. economy is quite hot. Even today, looking in our own local economy here in Ireland, today, Aviva um, have have um, downlist, downlist, down, uh, downvalued some of their property investments by 7 and 9%. Okay. So that's the property market on the edge. Yeah. So... What would that initially, uh, the, the, the downgrading of the investments in that respect, how is that viewed by the Oh, that's going to hit, the, that's going to, that's, that's, that's the start of something. That's the start of a crash. That's the start of something serious. And uh, was it in, it wasn't in, um, it was in the, in, it was in the Times, the Irish Times, it wasn't in the, uh, I didn't see it in the, it might be here actually, in the financial, uh, the, I have the London Times is what I get, the Sunday, the Sunday Times and that. But, so, locally here, there's a there's a there's something he there's something brewing there's something starting so you got to think of an international scale now we have Britain now you know packing up their bags and heading home, which is great for them in my opinion, I think it's very exciting time to see how that goes, but people like Tesla now who have big debt to reschedule need to watch that, in my opinion, because you've got volatile markets now and will your debt sell the way you want it, because if your debt if somebody has a, a billion dollars in there. And they want rid of it, and they want out. They sell that at nine hundred million. You've got a that's ten percent discount. So now your share price is going to get hit. So <clears throat> that's why why I see like the um the, the thing about it is though um I was looking at them there and over the year they're thought to have lost four billion according to data firm S three Analytics. Tesla is worth near near nearly ninety billion. 
making it the second most valuable car maker in the world after Toyota. So what he's saying is, if they're worth ninety billion, mm. I want to know how that's made up. What's what's the what's your big asset there? Because if you've got thirteen billion in debt, you yeah. know what other debt have you got, and what other what are you calling assets? Are you calling those freaking fake orders that you've got there assets for that stupid truck? You know those hundred dollar mm-hmm. orders. Mm-hmm. If you're saying that's a, we were talking about this before, is saying if you got look, I've got twenty thousand bookings for this crazy truck here. You know, give me fifty billion and yeah. I get it off the track out, out, out the door. So that's what I you you, you want to see in their balance sheet. What is making up that net worth of ninety billion? Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's what I'm even like. I I I kind of like this now because. I take these out bullet points now throwing it out there you kind of get you can, it stretches out a bit more for you so one of the things here like I have here is about Lexus and the purpose of Lexus is is that it's kind of similar brand similar market level um, in terms of Tesla <coughs> so in 2007-2009 their, their sales fell 35% can Tesla afford that again we need to go back to their balance sheet to see what makes up this net worth and see what they're calling sales and if those sales are real, okay, that's fine. What's your what's the margins here? I know how much would that affect you with a thirty-five percent fall? Um the sale price could go for discounts, like and then that just devalues your brand yeah. instantly. Yeah, yeah. And very hard to bring it back up. What were what what would the um the years there for the Lexus loss or the Lexus sales drops? What what was the year span? zero seven zero nine, which was the real point peak of crash. Yeah, that like that's over ten years ago. It's yeah, but that's relevant. It's only ten years, right? Because we're in a cycle. We, uh, yeah. What, what? What was it? The crash at the time for the reason of the drop in sales oh, for definitely, Lexus? Definitely. Like if you go back to say the uh, the likes of the nineties, right? Mm. And you had the likes of the Jaguar XJ two twenty, um, when Margaret Thatcher made the place go crazy. That car was supposed to have a V12 in it, mm. and it only has a V6, and it was trimmed right back because orders stopped. People didn't pick up their orders; they 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 walked away from them. Right, right. So if you think then in two thousand and seven to two thousand and nine, Lexus are fine. They've got Toyota money. Yeah, that doesn't worry them. Yeah, I mean they built the uh, the LFA. Yeah, and then it didn't make a dime on it. Yeah, but they built it for the fun of it, really, because they? they can. So like Tesla, oh amazing. <laughs> Love that car. Everything about it from the ground up. I was just going to say the same thing. The styling, everything. It's N- just so on the money. Nothing on the car is there without purpose. Do you know what it reminds me a little of? Um, is the the Nissan the three hundred uh, ZX? How does it remind you of that? the shape of it? Oh, the three hundred ZX was very flat. Yeah, you tried tried one of them, didn't you? No, 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 no. The three hundred, the 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 three hundred, the the three hundred Z. Yeah, yeah. No, no, not ZX. Maybe I was wrong with the X and the three hundred Z reminds me of that. The second gen of that. Yeah, I freaking love that. Yeah, second gen of that. No, the second gen wasn't great. The three fifty Z. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm all no, over I'm, the three hundred Z. No, and to look at, to look at. The second gen was pretty, yeah. but it didn't look as purposeful as the three hundred. I don't think. It didn't look as dirty. You know, as it's three fifty Z and then a three seventy Z. By the way, is it? Yes. Right, right. Um, I need to go back to this before yeah, I sorry, fall out. Sorry, sorry, yeah. That, that, so that. I need to go back trash and Tesla. Yeah. For, without absolutely no foundation, yeah, other yeah, than my on. opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just the listeners know that mm. I'm I, I'm no economist. I don't. Claim I noticed to be. in your notes you mentioned something about accidents. Yes. 
tell me what 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 what, what you're looking at there. My point of that is so um, a catalyst for the above. So I'll just come back. I have a few other points here. So the sh- so so if, if if they start if because I believe there is a recession coming, especially mm. looking at that market that report today from Aviva downgrading property values. Mm. That's a that's a sheer sign of craziness on the way. It's going to be great. So it's weird that although they are buying them up i was just going to say that all those uh, vulture funds that are basically buying up the city here at the moment um but they're getting deals left right and oh they're getting they're yeah. buying but even at that right aviva would have bought would have properties there they might they may or may not have bought within deals and if mm-hmm. those that they've bought in deals what happens is so they might have bought a block of 100 apartments for a million bucks because they're in ruin they put a million into it now they're on the market and now the market values them at two four million mm. So they bought them in, say, what are we in, 2020? So they bought them in 2017, say. just This is just an example, just to remind people in the listening. Uh, this is just an example. They bought them in, say, 2017 for a million bucks, tied them up a million bucks, 2018. Now in their 2019 accounts, they're going to value them at 4 million. Yeah. So they've uplifted their share, their, their, their net worth, just like Tesla will do with their yeah. 90 billion. They've doubled their money on them already. They haven't on only paper. book value. On paper, on, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no cash loss to them when they write them back down, yeah. but it will affect their share value yeah. and their market value. Yeah, I get you. I so, get you. so it's it, they're, they're, you're kind of taking a chance by doing that as well. You'll do it for reasons to to amplify your status. Like yeah. a, a company like Aviva w- will benefit from that from yeah. share price values and things like that. Yeah. So, but you, it's also not. It's, it's not wrong. No, it's not wrong. And in certain aspects, it can be you can be practical accounting. Mm. can be. Well, isn't it just really the same in a lot of ways as taking out a mortgage on the um, the excess value of your home? I bought my home for yes and 150 no. grand 20 years ago. Now it's worth 170 grand. So I'm taking out a mortgage now on that 20 grand. Yeah, but you've leveraged, you've gambled. Oh, no, no, I've gambled it. But the, 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 the point I'm making is, is the principle is the same. I'm standing here with the value, the value of the property now at yeah. 170, having only put 150 into it. The, 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 the but prin- I'm not, like, the, I know Aviva aren't mortgaging anything, yeah. aren't using the money. But in some aspects they are, because when people come in and pick up shares based on that valuation on paper, they're mortgaging there. They are, but they're not taking the risk. So in the financial aspects that yeah. you would, yeah, if you yeah. put if you put your name on paper for money, but what they are taking a risk on is um, it it takes a risk on a lot of of other cash investments mm. that could have be affected by their share price lifting. Their cash portfolios will lift with it, yeah, um, and then it could have a knock on effect. It, it it's at that level. It's it it has to be well planned out, yeah. Um, and I, like I, I'd have guy, I, I have, um, I'd have people that would have say, um, property or the, the, the their company would own property. And I remember years ago they were they uh, revalued the property up, um, and I just don't see the point in that. And actually, the reason was because he wanted finance. You see, yeah. So he lifted his balance sheet. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah thinking out loud that's just so coming back to tesla so then yeah the share price could suffer discounts and then of course then your market share price sorry the sale the the, the, the product sale price could suffer discounts and then your market share uh, share is, is suffering um you have a profit risk and then you have a clash flow risk then as well so um the catalyst for the above comes from a few points i have here like the recession which i think is a real thing that's that that that's 
um, that's coming. Um, and the accident rates, as you, as you, t- you picked up on there. So, I mean, if you have like your autopilot thing there and it's causing, cra- you, people are crashing, mm. your product is dying. Yeah. So then the share price dies, then you're all back in. Nobody wants your product. You're selling it at a discount now. You're given extended guarantees. You can't afford to cover. But none of the cars on the mar- on the market currently um, are allowed to be driven in autopilot mode without you. Actually, if you if you're not paying full attention, um, it, it will alert you. Yeah. No, but what I'm saying is, is if you're not paying full attention, oh, um, you're liable essentially yeah tesla aren't liable for any any crashes of autopilot or anything like that they're not liable for it um no but that's not the point their brand is like oh no yeah i know i know the the, the press gets it so gets what out I, there but i to be honest with you i i find it hard to to imagine that accident rates would impact their sales in any way no it's, it's possibly not um, a significant contribution if you think about how car brands can withstand so much punishment mm, I mean look at look at Volkswagen and the, the that's what I was thing, about to know? say yeah and then of course recalls people don't seem to be bothered by it no so maybe it's not a big uh, issue but there's the US trade war with China where they yes. have the model th- model 3 over there yeah unless I don't know I think he's making it over there if he, he is, is he, he is making it he should be okay in some aspects um and then there's himself but th- just going back to the china thing he is making it over there and they've literally only opened the factory um and the factory is just up and running and now they've had to close it because of the uh the coronavirus oh no yeah now they're expected to be down a week to a week and a half um but that that's that's only speculation you know um well, the cost of that every day is closed. Yeah, 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 absolutely. See, they, they, they've literally only opened the doors on the thing in the first place. Yeah. And uh, with the fact that they've li- they've only opened the doors on it in the first place, so that would really tell me that they haven't really got any real good production runs or anything like that kicked in at this point. So there's gonna, always going to be teething problems with up getting a, a, yeah, a factory when, like that up and running. But when you can't even switch it on. There you go. So, the, you know, there's there, there there's potential for disaster there, I imagine, that with that China thing. You know, if that particularly if that virus gets any worse. Um, yeah. Sorry, go on there. No, you're, you're grand. Um, I was just going to get caught up in the virus. I just wonder, like, how real it is that i think it is real um but i think there's two things happening i think i think there's been a, i think it's a bit uh, i think there's two things happening here i think china are trying to m- make everybody aware of how bad this is but in the same respects they're trying not to cause a mass panic um and then this it's like the the, re- the rest of the world is trying to cause a mass panic you know because it's great you know <laughs> but we're finding that you know is it as bad as it really is it's really being made out to be i think we'll see in you know another few days but um i was listening there to the radio earlier on today and i could hear them uh, doctors you know being told um it, the hsc has all this under control etc etc don't oh, worry no. about it because you know the sars outbreak we were all set up and ready to go for that um, but now they're and the doctors have been told to dispense um, masks and stuff like yeah, that to okay. people that have any uh, worries about them, be, them being affected um, can we get some masks off you then uh, we don't have any <laughs> but they're set up like leave alone he's got everything else but they're ever ready to go um, and apparently the masks you can't get them anywhere in the world now they're, they're, they're literally they're sold actually out, I read that the other day there's, no one has a mask anymore yeah. 
Well, maybe that's what all this is about. There was an oversupply of masks. Someone said, get a SARS outbreak going on. Maybe you can shift a few of these things. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So then I was looking at... So back to Tesla then. I've, mm. I, I, only a couple of more points I wanted to, to, to beat on. Um, so the, the, the CEO himself, Elon, uh, yeah. you know, he, he's a bit volatile and unpredictable. Yes. And he could cause a problem, I'd say, somewhere. Yeah. Although I'm not really sure, thinking out loud, like, is, although is he, are people buying it because of him? The car? Yeah. I think, I think that's more There's accurate. An I think that's an more accurate. I think that, that he has a, has a lot of, he's a lot of um, charisma, you know, in it's a strange a, way. Right, okay. Um, And he's, I, I think he's somewhat, um, you'd be, He's in, enthralling, not enthralling. What's the word? Where you, you're kind of intriguing. Intriguing. That's the word. There's something very intriguing about him. Um, in the same way, I think uh, Steve Jobs had that same kind of aura. Yeah. There's an aura about him, which uh, it, to me gives the brand an aura. And I think he he talks to the twenty something, thirty something generation, he, you know, in a big way. And I think a, a lot of it actually, when you really break it down. It's it's like the Apple product. There is that element to it, um, and I I suppose yeah, that it might be a bit unfair to kind of to, to, to pick it him to be a part a part of the problem. But after that, then so I went down to the stock value, and the stock value um has been very vulnerable. So I saw there from December eighteen to May nineteen, the stock the mark the stock dropped fifty percent. So it's been in recovery since then, mm. um, and today the price was six hundred and forty two uh, eighty nine. Um, which was up um a dollar seventeen from yesterday and uh or sorry a dollar sixty eight so but what's interesting about that is the uh Tesla law, uh, went IPO went uh, initial public offering in the twenty ninth of June two thousand and ten at yeah. seventeen dollars ooh ooh um so yeah, yeah I had a look there they were up eleven uh, percent to six fifty one when I saw it but what time was that today yeah that was today but actually um. The company's stock since June has risen by more than two hundred and sixty percent. I know, but you gotta since but since the the since, IPO when since June two thousand and ten. Oh no, it's sold since June two thousand. Sorry, 2000. June two thousand and ten. Okay. Well, then why no. is it why is it why is it rocketed since June there? Because of my Model Three, right? And China, right? That's why. Okay. So, that, so it was around then you probably made the announcement about Model uh, yeah. 3 being built in China. Yeah. Okay. Um, so like that, that like, just, it, it just, do you remember the 90s bubble? The tech yeah. bubble? Yeah, 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 yeah. The dot com, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was, yeah. it's just in there somewhere. Yeah, it, I know, I feel it, I feel it. It really is. And it's just, I just find it interesting and I just wonder what is the momentum for it really? Like, because, None of the other car brands are that volatile. Mm. You know, I suppose they're well established and That's, bed in. Yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's trying to open up our crack a market there, which has been, you know, a, a new car manufacturers have come and gone and just all kinds of numbers over the last, last 30, 40 years. You know, so for a guy, that, uh, for a, probably you know he's a, he's a mid to upper level tier of the market in terms of uh, price of vehicle well, um, that's a yeah that's a tough market to crack 
But one of the things I noticed that you didn't really touch on there um, with Tesla and the potential issues that they have is tech problems. Mm. Um, because I looked around for tech problems on uh, that you know Tesla cars have been experiencing, and one I found was which I, I thought was very interesting was the screen. The screen does fail. The screen does fail. Yes, and it's a big cost. It's three grand. Yeah. Now the screen fails because of a chip issue. There's a chip ish, a chip in the screen, and it, it, it's a rewritable chip, so it um, basically stores data, overwrites itself, overwrites itself, and you know with every journey. Um, so does it burn out then? So what happens is the chip it it gets. It gets tired. That's yeah. the, 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 the layman's description I could find for it. Um, so then it fails to rewrite itself. And what will happen then is you'll get a black screen on your Tesla. Right. This chip can only store up to, I think it was seven gigabytes of data, which is plenty apparently for the job it's doing. Right. But the chip itself isn't, um, isn't suitable for the job because it, it basically overheats I suppose at some point that's really what, what happens to it um, hence then you know you've got an expensive repair of three grand to replace the screen which is what they're doing um, if you is there no aftermarket guy that can do the chip well this is the thing they're never going to direct you to an aftermarket no I know Tesla aren't but I'm sure um, there's a forum out there and there's a guy you, you'd be waiting up to two months you could even be waiting longer for your screen to be replaced oh but sure I was watching a guy trying to buy a used Tesla yeah in like it took him three or four months to get it from tesla but he only got a loaner and then they got him his car a month late a month later from tesla yeah wow after paying for it and sign paying for the le the lease and paying monthly payments on it yeah it's, it's, yeah. it's crazy yeah. shit <laughs> um so like with all that going on i still don't get how the momentum of the brand still continues because like, they, they, well i i am like they haven't they haven't stopped is it a fad? No, you see, it's, it, I, I don't think it's a fad because of it, it's at the right time. It's, you know, it's the green party world now and everything is, you know, um, earth, mother earth friendly and all that. So, I mean, he's right. He's right on the money there in terms of his market, market, marketplace. Mm. But the screen. You can get a guy to do it for 550 bucks. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to put a link but on the, the panel? <laughs> but the point about it is, is that, that this affects every car made from 2018 back. Really? Every car. Every car. After 80,000 kilometers, it's going to happen. You're kidding. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so what to do if you're finding this? Go to look for uh, Vincent Everts on YouTube. Okay, is he doing it? He'll tell you how it's done. He'll give you links to... Uh, guys that can do it and he chats to uh, a guy called Ludwig or something like that who sounds really cool he's a really cool guy um, okay um, he basically fixes fixes his own and he's letting you know he'll do it for you if you, if you need to get it excellent done. where's he based he's based in Germany but um, he drove all the way from Germany up to Holland to fix Vincent's you know I like, I'm probably in a fixed Tesla as well <laughs> <laughs> But I was wondering, I don't know about this. Um, if the screen goes down, where does that leave you in terms of driving your Tesla? Jeepers. Well, it's it just that the screen is more the infotainment and no, I don't know. creature I comfort. I think the screen now. is everything. I think the screen is everything. Because I was watching mm. a guy um, doing a... You've no speedo. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. You've no speedo. Yeah. You've no info whatsoever. You know? 
Yeah, you're screwed then. Yeah. So that brings me on to another point then. Oh, shit. <coughs> Sorry. If you want to get away from all that. Yeah. I've got classic car of the week. Good. <coughs> well, classic car of the week goes, is a big one. Because I saw it in the flesh. Yeah. And it's not something you see every day. And it brings me right back to 12 years old. Um, it was a Ferrari F40. Yes. Outside of Shelburne in Dublin. <clears throat> so it prompted me, what's going on with the Ferrari F40 and why do I love it so much? So um, I went and did a bit of research on the Ferrari F40. What do you know about the Ferrari F40, Gus? Um, <coughs> not much. Not much, no? No, not much. I'll be honest with you. I don't know much about it. Do you know it. it from your youth? I do. Oh, yeah. Like, I know the car. I, I know the car to see. I see the car and go, well, that's a Ferrari F40. Okay, so they're all... I, I've never really looked at its history or anything like that. Um, I would have had it on top trumps and everything. Yeah. Cards, yeah no, I know. Yeah, I remember them. Yeah, yeah. I remember the Porsches on that. Oh, uh, the 959. Even the Lambos on it. Yeah, yeah. So, the Ferrari F40 was built from 87 to 92. And at the launch, they were building 400 cars. Right. But they went ahead with built 1,300. Okay. 1,311 by final build. <clears throat> so it was both an LM and a GTE car. Explain. Uh, Le Mans and a uh, Grand Touring uh, endurance racer. Yeah. So uh, the first, they did testing in 89 and tested it at Laguna Seca, no, bad, no less. Mm -hmm. And it entered its first endurance race in uh, the Vallunga four hours and you guys in the states can correct me on that um and uh, that was in 1994 and it won its first race okay. which was nice um it was pininfarina designed uh red was the only car you could get so if you see any other colors they're most likely repainted black yeah. or whatever they're always going to be repainted and it was the rossa corsa it was 2.9 which i always thought was interesting because mm. i always thought it was like a three and a half yeah yeah. Um, but no i knew I, I just you know i knew at the time of research it wasn't yes. a three and a half yeah. but i remember being I only learned that in recent years. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, and it was a V8 twin turbo. Right. With turbo lag for a week long. Okay. Have you ever had big turbo lag? Um, yeah, I used to have, have it in the Rover, the GTI. Oh, no way. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I thought you were going to say a van. Nice, because yeah. I, um, I drove a 1981 Porsche 930 turbo. Yeah. And uh, I was driving along, minding my own business. And they're like, what's, you know, what's with all the turbo lag? Everyone gives out about turbo lag. And I just mm. kind of put the foot in and, oh, I see the problem. <laughs> boom. That's, it yeah. shunted me up the road. I was like, that, that was exactly what happened with the, with the, now obviously it wasn't giving me that same shunt. But, oh, this uh, is a big kick. But the 316 GTI, that's what it was, wasn't it? I think it was. Or two. The IS? The BMW? No, no, no. The, the Rover. Do you remember the Rover? It was 316. I, yeah, yeah. 316. No, you can't say that. I know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you used to get that massive turbo lag in that thing. Um, and then all, uh, front wheel drive as well. Like, don't forget that, you know. Oh, yes. You know? Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's, I, I never, like when you, you get it in the in the limousine, a bit of turbo lag, and it's yeah. a bit annoying. Um, but you, you drive it properly like a normal person. You don't, you don't suffer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, back to the, the F40. Um it, when that came out in uh, 1990, uh, 1987, it was $400,000. And in 2000, I, the last one I got, there's probably been some sold since five years ago now. Yeah. 2015, one was sold for 1.22 mil. Big bucks. Big yes. Bucks. 
do you have any top trumping on an F40? Gus? Um, I don't. But what I did look at was the Ferrari Roma. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I have. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Is that that new Ferrari? Yes. Is it a V12 by any chance? Um, I think it's a V8. Honest. oh it might be a vh yeah oh jeepers because that's a two plus two and the ferraris are normally a v12 and i saw this today um i'll give you some stats on it i it's although i don't like that front grille um that's a bit mercedes that front grille isn't it there i i thought it was a, li- a, a little bit more um what do you call it uh do you aston not? martin mm, bit of that as well yeah a bit of that as well you know i think you need better pictures than that because it, I wouldn't ever compare a Ferrari to an Aston Martin. Um, I think that's an awful thing to do. Yeah, well, I'm no Aston Martin fan. They kind of annoy me. Ah, no, I know. Ah, they do. I'm time for the Aston. They do. The Finken Vantage, the, v, the, the DB7, the DB, whatever they're doing now, DB9. They all look exactly the same. Yeah, that's. I've and I only realised in recent years the main difference was either a V10 or a V6 or a V8. What was the one they had on the Grand Tour there recently? The, the new one. Yes, I know the one. It, it's fine. It's it's fine. No, but what was it? It was. I can't tell you off the top of my head. I don't know. I know that. Oh, look at that. That's that Ferrari Roma. I mean, come on. It is nice though, isn't it? But um, yeah, what's it got? What's it got? What's it got? It's it's she's three point nine twin liter turbocharged V eight. Yeah. Um. Bum 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 bum. Six hundred and twelve horsepower. And what's it not to sixty? Not to sixty. Three point four. Blur. Three point four seconds. Is there any? Um. There's no bullshit floating around in there. There's no hybrids or, no. <laughs> or fucking. No. no, it's it's all gears and gas. Nice. Um, but it's a pity. It's a V eight. 8-speed eight eight dual-clutch transmission. Same gearbox from the SE90 Stradale. So that would be based, like, on, say, that that would be... Com- that's a Ferrari 2 plus 2, being it's a four-seater. Yeah. Um, and that would be following on from, like, a 612 Scaglietti or um, a 559 five, or whatever five whatever the other one is. Um, 612 is beautiful. Uh, the 599... That what, was a lovely one what, as well. What was the was it a California or something? Yeah, that's a convertible. What 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 was there that was kind of similar to that, but it wasn't a convertible. I think James May had it in a Top Gear episode a while ago. Oh, a few while ago. Um, uh, four eight eight. He had a four eight eight. Yeah, yeah, that was cracking machine. Yeah, that that nice. comes from the <laughs> that comes from the the pool of um the. What's the um the three five five? Yeah. Do you know the three five five? Yeah. That kind of gen. That's the the pool from that that would be from. And three five five is a cracker. Yeah. Gated gear shifter. Nice. One of the last. Yeah, yeah, love that. Love um, that. but like that. Uh, the 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 F forty. Just the only thing. The, one of the things with the F forty. There's only one other car that I ever think, and it's a Ferrari as well, being the F fifty, which always looks very similar to the F forty. And I just don't know where I, I love the F50, but a lot of people give out about it and I feel mm. bad for it. Yeah. Everyone complains it's no F40 and it's shit. What, what, what is the complaint? What I think, I don't think it's as, I don't think it's as, as track focused, although it's hardcore. It really is hardcore. Um, I think people complained that it just wasn't as raw as the F40. Um, 
and the f the f50 also came in uh, a spider version as well so that might have diluted it a bit yeah like you don't see an enzo with a convertible that's the thing that's i hate it when they do that um, um, it takes the but it, as a look of a car the f50 i just loved that big oh there was a big scoop in the front bonnet uh a kind of inverted scoop like it yeah. just opened up that way um and i just loved it for that which is interesting that there's a scoop in the front bonnet um because i was looking at the, you know that the it's not a scoop it's 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 kind of cut out you know it's yeah. it's not a it's not a front low it's a there's it's no, a subs, uh, uh, so reset recessed a recessed scoop yeah yes. okay okay yeah yeah wow we took that out yeah big time <laughs> um the the f50 is the enzo is it no that's the f60 okay but it's not it, it's just it's not even i think that i don't even think the f60 is 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 a, is a house ferrari term for it i think it's just what I could be very wrong, but I've heard people refer to it as that's the F fifty there. So, yeah, there's an F forty. There's the F- oh yeah. See, so talk to me about them. Well, there's the F forty. That's that's a looks like it's in race form somewhere there. That's the F fifty, and you can see the uh, the 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 inverted scoops yeah. in the back. Uh, I just love it for that. I love its wing at the back. I know it's similar to that. It just it's a bit more rounded. Yeah. And I think I like the lights on it. Although this does the F forty has pop up lights, and that's always a win. And yeah. um, the F sixty, you can see the kind of inverted scoops here coming back out of the F fifty there. Yeah. Um. Obviously, the the F sixty being the Enzo, and it doesn't have the rear wing, so it's a bit more. It's, um, it's just a different generation of power that compared to the other cars, because the other cars I think are they're turbo driven. I don't know if the F sixty is turbo driven. Um, and then of course the LaFerrari is uh, got high cars boost and all that oh, sort of yeah, shit on yeah, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you look at those, like, where are you at? Like, um, where would you be going? What would I be putting keys into and driving yeah. away? I would probably still go with the F forty. Would you really? I did. I the, the reason being is because you get you, it, it's it's the closest to just being okay. gears and gas. Look at those intakes. Yeah, and we're looking at the intakes and the side profile of the car. There's a real large uh, intake just beyond the wing mirror, and then there's one in the, uh, the just at the I uh, say the uh, the lower part of the sill on the on the front wheel arch at the back. I can see why the F50 is kind of sneered at a little bit, to be honest with you, because it actually does it does kind of look like a cheap knockoff of ah, the F40. Stop it! Stop it! Step Don't away it. from it and look. No, and you're not. You're, look, you've ruined someone. You've ruined a song on me last week. Yeah. You ruined a lady out meeting the walks in the woods. You yeah. ruined her. Just yeah. ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> just tell me like it is. Just, just say what I see. No, don't say anything about the F fifty. I'm in love with it. I'm happy with it. And the funny, and I was thinking of this today. Like if I was, if if somebody threw me the keys for an F forty, yeah. um, I don't know if I could drive it. Why? I don't know. For an F forty, like I, 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 no, I would drive it. Right now, yeah. don't get me wrong. But I, I, I'd be a bit overwhelmed by it. I, I get that. Like I, 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 I get in I, and drive it. But I just, I'd probably have to ignore my emotions and drive it like a normal car. Yeah, yeah. And well, then, no, I, I wouldn't be getting into it thinking I'm going to drive this thing. You know? I'm going to. Well, if I'm on a track, I'm going to drive it. Yeah, and then that's I, the difference. I won't yeah. drive. I, I, but like, like, is it? But for whatever reason, I just have this kind of anxiety that mm. will I spoil my my um. 
Never dreams type yeah, yeah I don't but I doubt I would in an F40 big shitty heavy clutch and, yeah you know, like a Lambo you yeah. will an old like a yeah, um, yeah. Countach you'll, yeah. you'll just come home crying yeah. you should never have touched yeah, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you want to ruin something what are you ruining here's ugly oh no oh I s- I've heard about this have you seen this <laughs> oh no oh my god that's a Ferrari with four doors what is this called Gus that is um, let me see that is the FUV. Oh, look at the there's four doors. Now, I on... don't know if that's the that that's the final name for it or what the deal is. But what what sort of lump the, are they it, putting in it? Uh, yeah, da, 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 oh da, man, da, da. it's very stressful now. You're right, okay. So the FUV will borrow much from the new Roma. Oh no. But what about its styling? Ferrari is working on an SUV. Is it, this is actually what it's called? Ferrari is working on a new SUV called the Puro Sangyu. Um, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'll spell it P U R O S A N G U E. Um, as we recently found Puro out, Puro Sangri, Sangu. It's Italian. G U E. Okay. Um, it'll borrow heavily from the new Ferrari Roma, starting with the front-engined GT's new modular architecture. Um, so how would the Ferrari Persang look with designs and cues from the borrowed from the Roma? You see the problem with that? These are speculative renderings. You see the problem with that? Um, that's coming off the Alfa Romeo. Mm. You know the Alfa Romeo Jeep? Mm. It's all in the same. It's, yeah. it's the same. Well, I mean the KM. Ah, no, that's a, that's a German car. It's not from the same stable. No, I know. But, I mean, they're all doing it. Well, you know what I'm talking about? Ferrari it, isn't there a Lamborghini Jeep out there? Oh, there is. Yeah, the Lamborghini Urus. Yeah. Bit of a beast. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. They drove up the snow. Yeah, up the the ski. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking wet. Yeah, I remember that. That's I a weapon. That. Come on. I I wasn't into it, and then you know when you get out there and start to put the through. That's exactly stuff, the same. I was like, uh, look at this bullshit. <laughs> yeah. and then it's fucking vertical. Twenty minutes later, I'm fucking counting me change. <laughs> <laughs> but when I when I saw that <laughs> awful thing there, that's a disaster. But but does it not make you think of the uh, the Tesla? The Tesla. Stop truck. it! No, no, I, I, I wouldn't do that. X truck no. or whatever it's called. Yeah, no, um, yeah, it does, I suppose, but I don't want to. Mm. I don't want mm. to. Terrible. It's horrific, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Ferrari SUV that we're really r- raiding on here. I'm gonna go further deep into the classics, Gus. Yeah. I'm going further deep into the classics. You 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 saw an old two tone Mercedes there. I sure did. And I said I'll bring you a two tone Mercedes. <laughs> you sure did. Well, I don't know if you actually. Did. I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Brought you this beast here. Let me see. Let me see. This I, is what I saw. This, no, it's not. Yes, it, it could is. Not no, that, that's no. a four door. Yeah. So I was cheap on the print. I get, I just I just yeah. passed Gus the print out of the one for sale, and I went on black and white print because the print was paying the ass at the moment. So I just went cheap on it. I was looking at the color options. It looked great in color. It probably would have given you a better feel for the car, mm. but I just thought I thought of the environment. Mm. And I said, black and white will do me. What Gus is looking at is, he's looking at a Mercedes-Benz 500E. No ordinary bus. Yeah. Have you... Oh, I know this car. Tell me about this, because I'm just looking at the start of I, the... And uh, now you're like, oh, what's going I'm on here? I'm very interested straight away, because I'll just throw out what I'm seeing here, just to let you know what's... Give it, what's uh, I picked that one because there's a nice bit of detail on it. Yeah, drawing me interest there. It's uh, in 1989, this historic deal between Mercedes and Porsche was consummated. 
let's built I, I, to compete I, with the M5. You read that, and I'll tell the people what you're reading. <coughs> Excuse me. Tell me. No, it's like listening to Bill Burr. Yeah, um, that's why I'm saying. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't listen to myself read. Really. <laughs> I feel your pain, Bill. But I love my Bill. Like Bill just doesn't care that he can't read. He keeps going. <laughs> he keeps going. So the 500e there is uh, it's it's an old it's a it's a it's a four door saloon with um, a five liter V8, 32 valve double overhead cam. She's that was built with Porsche. The reason that was built with Porsche was because what happened? Mercedes came along and they said, "We need something to beat the shit out of the M5." Right. And when was this? Eighty nine. Nineteen eighty nine. Okay, so we were. So what you had then was the E thirty four M five just yeah. about to come out of the shop, the one we were only talking about there the other day. Yes, the one I love. Yeah. Um. So that was about to come out of the shop, and Mercedes weren't happy with this. So they have what's Mercedes have chassis, right? Uh, like they all have chassis, but in the uh in the car world, people refer to a W124 or W120 or whatever. They're the chassis numbers of a mm. particular generation, like an E39, E46. Mm. So the 124 was probably, the, the W124 was one of the best chassis. That was the one you're looking at there. So what happened then is say, the lad said, look, we want to put a five liter V8 in there. And uh, they, Mercedes didn't really know how to get it going. Porsche were actually in, in, in a difficult stage at this time and they, they, they didn't have much bookings. So they were happy to come along and say, yeah, we can get that in there. So they sent the chassis over to Porsche to re to configure to fit the, the um the five liter sent the chassis went back and then the they sent the body over so the body was then handmade we rolled out the arches widened the whole arches and that went back but the problem was the, the body and the chassis together couldn't go down the, the the manufacturing line of mercedes so then they had to send the whole kit back see when they fit when they reshaped reshaped the body the wheel arches and that Mercedes painted it with the uh, with the view of putting it on the chassis and getting it out the, and then sending it out, but that didn't work. So then they had to send it back to Porsche for them to put it back together, and then it went back down to Mercedes for other fittings. So it was a bit of a logistics nightmare for them, but it was great for Porsche because they had a, you know they're taking some build orders and yeah. that worked. So they had a wider track and wider wheel arch crumble. That's part of, with the uh, where the um, where the problem was in the chassis line. Yeah. Or the manufacturing yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. Because it wouldn't fit them. The, the, the mm. original manufacturing line that it was designed And it for. took 18 days to build each car. Wow. That's a long wow. time to build car yeah. world. Yeah, that's not a lot of cars over the course of a year. No, but I mean, if you're doing it at home, you're pretty chuffed. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, Jesus, that's one car every two and a half weeks. Yeah, like in Toyota, we'll be doing 18 cars an hour. Yeah. You know, like today. Yeah, yeah. Um, So. I'd say they've done more than that. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So they made no money on it, um, uh, like made absolutely no money on this car. Mercedes they made no money. Made no money on the car. Yeah, Mercedes made no money in the car. It was built with the Porsche running gear, brakes, um, the wider arches, and uh, they only built ten and a half thousand, ten thousand four hundred seventy nine units, and there's only twenty nine units went to the UK. But in the meantime, at the end of the production run, there was what was known as the last runs, they did 120 units of the last runs. And I think that's what you're looking at there is a last run Porsche. Right. Or sorry, last run 500 E. Yeah. But I just think that's a, like when we were talking about the, 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 um, was it the, the Citroen Topolino or? Yes. No, the, yes. Yeah. The, 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 the Topolino is for the Fiat 500. Uh, the Citroen ragtop thing. Yeah. Same thing here. This yeah. is built out of default. Yeah. 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 Interesting that. 
very interesting but I'm quite curious now because if there's so few of them it's a good uh, deal at 30 grand it is isn't it the, the one he's looking at there is at £29,000 at the Queen's yeah. Queenie's pounds 74000 on the clock no miles on yeah. a 5 litre V8 yeah interesting stuff interesting stuff and um, how was it received by the market that car yeah that car is legend yeah you put that you buy that now put it away for about three or four years I'd say you get 50 grand for that you reckon all day there you, you go, won't get that return in bank no you won't you might get that return on the Tesla shares today <laughs> <laughs> so if you're looking for a used uh, Mercedes Benz E-Class um, what's the spec on it again oh it's there. a 5 litre V8 a 5 litre V8 yeah but what's the, the model the, the, the full model name of that one it's just a 500E oh okay um, on a W124 chassis and if uh, that's what it's if that's what you're buying that's the only model you're going to get right. you're not going to get a 500E um, uh, luxury pack that's, or that's what no, I mean. yeah, that's, okay. that's, that's the, that's the 500E that, that's, what, that's what you get yeah, yeah. Um, good deal you'll get it on Piston Heads kids oh yeah PistonHeads.com great website for UK cars buying and selling if you wanted them um, that's interesting yeah, that's yeah, a very interesting is. story I have to say very, yeah, very good thank you Gus yeah. thank you so I had an article here for uh, we, that's been a hectic what is it half hour um, it's been a hectic 50 minutes <laughs> <laughs> wow that's why I said to you at the top <laughs> go on knock out a Florida man there oh, do you know Florida man I had a look at it do you like Florida man I like I, I have a really interesting theory as to what's going on with Florida man oh okay I picked up a couple of Florida men so you the guys in the states might know florida man um well i've i've, I've with your first florida man go with that guy okay <laughs> so i just just as a background for people to know mm. what florida man is it's a it's a, it's a kind of a, a they're they're i i think they're real things i don't know but there's headlines always crazy stories in go involve a man in florida yeah. and the headline always starts florida man does this yeah so this is, I picked up a couple here. Florida man threatens to kill man with kindness. Uses a machete named kindness. <laughs> Wasn't that one I have on. <laughs> Florida, Florida man drove Ferrari into water, said Jesus told him to do it. Uh, Florida man, woman, run over watching Eclipse while lying in the middle of the road. Yeah, I saw that. I, I, when I, I forgot to actually look up that because I saw that in the paper at the time. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, okay. And I think, I, I think I, there's, there might be a video of it on his trip. I could be wrong. Um, but I think the guy that ran over like was just, you know, furious that she was in the way. <laughs> well, he's in Florida. <laughs> you know, get your shit off the road. Get out of my way. <laughs> But the Florida man driving his Ferrari into the war into the ocean. The Florida man driving his Ferrari into the ocean. Where is it? Um, boom, 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 boom. Sorry. Um, yeah, Florida man. So James A. Mucaccio of Junior of Deerfield Beach was identified as the Florida man who drove his Ferrari 360 into the Palm Beach Inlet the day after Christmas. Right. So he told. Um, he basically said Jesus or something told him to do it, didn't Fair he? Enough. Yeah. Um, so the, dri the driver was reportedly racing his Ferrari at top speed before launching himself and his vehicle into the Atlantic Ocean. Um, his Ferrari took flight before landing in the ocean. The vehicle proceeded to uh, float before it nearly, uh, before it sank roughly 30 feet to the Oh, bottom. wow. Was he in it? He was, I, I think he managed to get out of it. 
Um, anyway, the crash report reveals the driver wasn't under the influence of drugs or alcohol at the time. Um, he just initially drove his vehicle at top speed before catapulting it off the dock into the ocean. Is he claiming an act of God for his insurance? This is what I was thinking. It's insurance fraud. I don't know if he's going to claim act of God or something, but he might say his brakes failed or something like that. But the car ends up in the ocean. But it's he wouldn't say his brakes failed if he publicly said Jesus told him to do it. Well, uh, yeah. Well, that, the, well there, that's probably his, his act of God or uh, whatever. But that's for our own. Oh, no. Um, that's tragic. It is, isn't it? Because it's, it's really there. What like. was it? A 360, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, they, they hauled it out. They took the divers about a couple of hours to haul it out. But it's, oh, look. It's done. You've got pic- Gus has got pictures of it on the way out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. wonder what. Oh, did they chat? Oh. That's going to be ruined. Oh no! Yeah, it's, it's done for. It's actually is it a it is is it a three sixty or four thirty? No, it's a three sixty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's it is. It is. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's a three sixty. So, I have one story here. Yeah, Gus. Yeah, just a brief one. Yeah, bring it on. Um. And it's called Moscow Trial by Administration. Yeah, um, tell me about this. I, I saw that there. Yeah, this I, is. I, I, I couldn't. I, I, I didn't know where you were going. That's okay. With that, so I, I couldn't didn't really, think you would. I couldn't really de- dive into it too deep. So, do you remember my trip to Moscow? Vaguely. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. didn't get out of the airport. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the revolving door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just thought I, I just thought of that story. I was just thinking of it like. So, uh, you, you remember, so I went over to Moscow in July, last year, July 19. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, yeah. So, apparently, you don't just ramble into Moscow. No, I, re- I remember all the chaos. Yeah, so there's paperwork being done back and forth between the client and I. Um, and I was always a bit sketchy about this trip. I was sketchy about the client, um, and that's why I wanted to make this trip to go over there and see what's going on, you know? So, you, get, you have to get um, a visa. To go into Moscow, and I understood the process was they would apply for the visa. Mm. So she sent me over documents to what I believed was her writing to the uh, Moscow embassy, yeah, like CCs to you. Well, no, she sent me the hard copy paper in an email. She attached yeah. it, and she attached the letter of invitation. And I thought this was her sending this off to Moscow, you know, mm. so, and then I'd get something back. Yeah. So I gathered up my bits and headed out the door. Yeah. <laughs> you were meant to send that. <laughs> so <laughs> gathered up my bits and I checked in in, in, in Dublin. And I said, but will you just check I have everything here? Mm. Uh, you need a visa and this, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, you have everything. All right, I'll head off. Yeah, well, that's, that, that's, 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 un- look, that, that's, that's a letdown. Unfortunate. Though. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um, so I jump on the plane and uh, head out the door and pull in then at Moscow and away I go <laughs> and I go to the um flag me back and all's going well and I go up to the passport desk type type of thing you know and hand in my passport oh do you have your bits yeah yeah there's my... no nothing happening there it's tapa 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 you know nothing happening tapa 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 on the keyboard again nothing happening picks up the phone in Moscow and stuff and Moscow and away you know Along comes this lady. <laughs> Come with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm all suited and booted, like, you know, and I'm in briefcase, I'm ready to do biz, you know, and it's all right, I go. 
follow this woman and she sits me down in this kind of waiting room area <coughs> and uh she's looks at my paper goes off and goes back with a phone with text on it you do not have the right papers you do not have visa you are not leaving airport i was like what and then she goes off and i'm there an hour mm. and then she comes back and then she comes come with me and uh, she just brings you back to this other room, right? The, where there's a scanner and all that sort of shit. And now I'm just bored. Now I'm not happy. Because mm. now I realize what's going on. And the, I realize... Oh, she tells me in the meantime, you're going home on next flight. And it's 6 o'clock in the morning. Next flight is at 8 a.m. Oh, 8 p.m. that evening. So all, I've, all I can think of is Tom Hanks and Terminal. I'm going, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't going to go well. So I'm going through the... To this other room, to this, um, to put me bag into the scanner and everything, you know. And I put me bag in the scanner. Jacket, jacket. I was like, What's wrong with my jacket? I'm in Moscow now. I know. Thinking this in my head. <laughs> not a good place to be. Ha- not a good place to be angry, especially if you don't speak Moscowian. <laughs> well, and then she's like, she takes her bags and. And she looks at me and looks at her her colleague across the room, and she starts saying things, and then she and then she jacket, and I take my, there's my jacket, there's my jacket. <laughs> she says you're fucking me out now. Why are you fucking making me strip for God's sake? I just <laughs> losing. And I'm in my head that these women will probably break you yeah. with their ha- one hand yeah. and have you in a ball crying for your mother in yeah. six seconds flat. Yeah, in a cell naked. <laughs> but I'm going to be angry. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone come watch. <laughs> what? <laughs> and luckily, oh, they just laughed at me. They just fucking laughed at me. And I was like, and I walked through and I went through and I was like, about 10, 15 minutes later, thank God they laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to ride this out for another 12 hours. <laughs> try not be angry. <laughs> oh, that was so shit. That was so shit. Um, but it did just, it just, you know what? I went back to the offices. You guys are out. Good luck. Yeah. Do you hear from them ever since? They, they uh, about a week or two later, um, the CEO asked if you could meet with me. And I just, no, I haven't got time. Thanks. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. So that was, that was just, uh, just a little something because yeah. it was a very it's series podcast tonight yeah no it was absolutely absolutely I wonder how our listeners would feel about it yeah um, well and if you like that content t- tell me well it was cars it was cars it tonight, was cars right? and business it was cars and business yeah, yeah. business and cars um, if you do guys seriously if you do like that content t- email in talking hounds and cars and, uh, letter N for Noel uh, talking hounds and cars at gmail.com if not yeah. I'll just go back to my normal bullshit okay um, we'll try and do some hounds next week as well, will we? Oh, okay. On, on talking hounds and cars. <laughs> <laughs> well, the hounds are in the room. I know yeah. the I know the podcast we, listeners don't feel that yeah. <laughs> unless they're eating the studio. Yeah, we need we need to be maybe doing a, a, a video podcast. If they, you know. Oh yeah, we could. Well, yeah. But then they're just there. Yeah, they're not really hounding around. Though. They don't have headphones on. No. They're not contributing. Although we could put headphones on Ramos. He'd wear a headphones. He'd, He'd need his wig though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we have to do. (laughs) (laughs) Write in. Talkinghoundsandcars at gmail.com. I hope you liked it, guys. Uh, We'll be back next week. Get your messages in. Um, Tell us if you're listening. Tell us where you're at. And uh, tell us what you'd like. Yeah. If you want anything. Thanks to everyone.